Hello and welcome to the Early Late Night Review Show. Hello. Hello, that's my hosting duty's done. Cool. Fantastic. Why, well are you, why are you leading in like that? Because I couldn't take it out of the holster and know what to talk. There but we no go. Done it. It's fine. I'd just like to say you really nailed those hosting duties. <laughs> yeah, done. So um, I am with Ian, resident gobshite. Hello. Yes. And uh, Dan, Australian Dan. All right. Yeah, second Australian on the podcast. Fantastic. Not the first. How was the first? Was he all right? She all right? She. Um, she was all right? It's my mate's wife. Okay. Nah, she was awful. Yeah, classic. A letdown, I'd say. <laughs> I hope to follow it up. Dan, how do we know you? I hate this. This feels, we're having a nice informal chat and now we're having a really formal chat. Well. That's because you put Dan in a throne. It's, yeah, it's because you are sitting on a. I'm sitting in the most glorious chair out of the three of us. You look, it's like a Cleopatra style chair. Are you saying you're very attracted to me right now? Uh, on that chair Fantastic uh, Jamie we met Doing a stand up comedy course So this is interesting Because the last time We did The uh, last time we did The podcast with Ian yeah. We were talking about Doing the course The course has now been done And we've now been Doing gigs Amazing So yeah. we're comedians Well done guys Well Dan How did you find it The course Yeah Or do you want to talk about what How was it? How did, the no, I mean how did you get in how, what, what, what led you uh, To make the decision To do it uh, Stand up's always Something I wanted to try and then Me too. I was planning on moving to London. Basically, I was, I was a Greg Davies fan. Okay. Um, big fan of Man Down. Yes, he's wicked. So good. He's wicked. And I don't like you very much. I was watching... I don't like Man Down that much, but I do like him in the in-betweeners and I do like his stand-up. His stand-up's great. Mm-hmm. And I was watching an interview with him and he was like, yeah, I was a teacher, not in loving life. Wanted to finally give stand-up a go and did Logan Murray's comedy course, which is all about finding your voice and... So I was like, sick, I'm moving to London. When's the first course? When's the next course? And it was literally five days after I landed. So That's amazing. So you booked it from I booked literally it from the other side of the world. Yeah. And started it, met you guys five days after I moved to London. Fuck. Mm. That's hardcore. Yeah, that's great. I remember when you came in and it had Daniel written on the door. And you know when when you first it was I walked in the door I walked in the door thinking, I'm gonna be spending ten weeks with these people doing comedy with them and I'm gonna bond with them. And you know when you walk in I just thought, I'm not going to bond with any of these people. <laughs> Everyone just looks, because every, like, strangers yeah. are weird, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, well, I was just in a yeah. room with all of these misfits, and I was like, what? And then Riley, uh, Riley, Ripley. <laughs> I got him You right. bonded so well. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came in, and um, he came in last, and just looked, like, obviously, he's quite tall as well, and he just looked completely terrified. <laughs> and um, and I was just like, who's this weirdo? <laughs> Who are these weirdos? And then then Logan didn't introduce himself, so I was like, "Is he the teacher?" He was like, he was just making quips the whole time, and I was like, <laughs> "I felt I didn't like it at all." Like when I first was in that room, I didn't like it at all. So, so there's a question about that I'm interested in that I did want to ask. So, obviously, we made the decision to kind of do this together, and we signed up. Yeah, right? and we're both there, and we like, I was gonna say we came in as a couple, but you know what I mean, right? Like we yeah. knew each other, we were mates, we made that choice. You two were the only two that knew someone else in the yeah. room. So I, so no, I, no, Andy and Jane. Andy and Jane, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see, I didn't know that to start with. So the question I was going to ask, because like, I think to introduce each other, we had to, like, introduce, I think it started with me. And I was like, oh, and by the way, I'm mates with Jamie. And, like, Jamie's like, obviously, I'm mates with me. And everyone went round and wasn't. I think I kind of expected 
everyone to you know because i don't think i could have done it on my own but did it did you i can't say you can't speak for everyone but were you like who are these pussies that need their mate to come along no i was jealous i was like i wish i had a mate to do this yeah yeah yeah. totally i think i was sitting next to you and i was like ah but it was cool because you guys weren't sitting with each other you guys were sitting on opposite sides. I of the said room. to Ian, and we're going to go in, and I'm not going to talk to you. <laughs> I often do that with Ian as well. I'm like, oh, fuck, don't want to talk to that guy. <laughs> How can I make these two hours more enjoyable? <laughs> yeah, but you don't, I don't you want to come in and it just be me and him. Yeah, it was as, nice. As a, as a double act or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was nice that you guys weren't like, oh, chummy, chummy. Yeah. It made us all feel a bit more alone, which is nice. Obviously. They were talking about the the Facebook map of the gigs. Yeah. And Gail was like, oh, well, that's my thing. That's my, And Logan recommended it. So I'm like, fuck, she's established. Yeah. And then he knew Will. And Will was like a seasoned comedian. Did he know Will? Yeah, no, they did. The way they were all bouncy at the start, I thought maybe Will had even done the course before. Right. But they definitely knew each other. Then again, any acknowledgement of people knowing each other when you, you're in a room full of people who don't know each other, you're like, fuck. Yeah, okay. They, they must be best mates. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you yeah. know them yeah. slightly better than I do. Yeah. Also, the room was a shithole. Oh, it's so it's bad. Such a bad... So I, bad. I thought we were going to be in like a little theatre. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. with a stage, because yeah. it's, it's called the something theatre. The nursery theatre training centre or something. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I yeah. thought we'd go in there, yeah. there'd be a small stage... A, we're, we're, the rest yeah. of us would sit around. He would talk to us on the stage. Yeah. We'd go up and do. You go in this fucking room, which was just. It's just falling to pieces, wasn't it? Yeah. It's like shit all coming off the walls. You, you turned the light on with a broom. And I still yeah. like a broom handle. Like, there's a switch, like a on, the switch on the ceiling. But like, no, there was a switch hanging off the ceiling with a bunch of other loose electrical wiring. Hanging off, yeah. A box <laughs> hanging off with a fucking wire. And he's switching it on. And, I, and I'm just, I'm like, what is this? I've paid 500 quid for fucking... I mean, that's that was my first room experience of London. So I was like, okay, maybe lunch. <laughs> London's just shit. It, yeah. <laughs> also, it was really, really hot. That was a really hot summer. Yeah. Super, super hot summer. And oh, so we were in dripping. that time tiny room and it yeah. was just all the three hours it was yeah, boiling yeah, yeah. so by the end of the three hours you were fucked yeah how did your so we did a showcase at the end yeah how did you feel before you went on stage what what number were you in, in the- i was like fourth or fifth last i oh, think oh, so, so i was in the second set right i, cl- I closed the first yeah Whoa, yeah, whoa, it. <laughs> yeah, that's the. Uh, so you, you got hidden in the middle, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and um, yeah. How did you feel before you went on? Because I had a full blown panic attack. It was as if yeah. I was in immense danger, and I had to leave. My whole body was like, Fucking leave, leave, <laughs> wow. leave, leave. And I went outside, and I was like, I can't do it. And I actually thought, I'm going to say no, I can't do it. Really? Yeah. I mean, I was really wow. bad. Charlie was on stage. I didn't know this. Yeah, and she was doing her, her and I was just. The, the panic in me just went yeah yeah, yeah. Now, so then I went outside and I was pacing around and I was doing my set in my head pacing around and then I came in and then Logan gave me this really long introduction yeah awful and I'm like get the fuck on with it I want to yeah. just get on stage <laughs> yeah. get me on stage I need to get this done uh, with yeah. but then and I've done this every gig I've since I, I've then walked to the stage clapping myself <laughs> so, so, so he just wanted to say clapping kind of go because it's yeah. kind of funny as well kind of go yeah, yeah yeah and it helped me get into the front and then when the moment I was on stage it was yeah. like I know I'm, I'm not going to get heckled mm. even though there was like about 100 people there I'm not going to get heckled wait but someone I did heckled. get heckled it was you that got heckled wasn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was like it was Anna's mate yeah Anna's mate yeah. Well, to answer your, answer your question I'm an actor so I wasn't feeling the stage fright I, part I of it to, I used to be in bands you, did you used to be in bands <laughs> yeah I never never knew that No you did text it to me about a hundred times So I didn't have stage fright But the person who got up Before me Was killing it 
not unexpectedly, but like she was using new material that she'd never showed us before. Oh, did you go on after Jane? Yeah, she was using new material oh, that she'd she did never so well. shown us before. She did so and well. So we were all like out the back, going, "Fuck, she's killing it! Oh my god!" Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh no, I'm next. <laughs> I'm next." Up to that point, she had, she had been. Oh, like really scatty. Yeah. All like the great scatty. ideas and not great tied ideas. together. And then she just came out and like, not only the great ideas, but like a pro. And for her practice five minutes set, she was getting up and doing 12 minutes with her notebook going like, oh, I would think I could do this or this yeah. and this. And then because she, she's an actor, she was like, cool, game time. Audience is here. Yeah. Nailed it. And that joke about being unfuckable. Oh. And then when the girl looks at her and goes, thanks, unfuckable Jane. Yeah. And that got such a laugh. I was like pulling it out of the hat. Yeah. Yeah. So you were on next. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell. Please enjoy like, this hospital pass. Not only, so, so we'd all seen most of each other's material, right? So there's 15, I guess, comics standing up the back going, yeah, we've all heard this material. We're not going to laugh, but we're going to like be supportive. Absolutely. But Jane, there were 15 people up the back going, oh my God, yes. Yeah, good And then point. I was about to get up and do material that you'd all seen before. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I am... So screwed right there's now. No, there's nothing. I've only done seven gigs, right? But yeah. seeing people kill before you. Mm. Someone a couple of gigs ago fucking bombed. Like there was not a single laugh in their act at all. Not so, It was just a story about them going to get the uh, Scientology reading, you know, yeah. the auditing. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I was like, this guy sucks. And then the only time I've ever seen anyone. <laughs> Is that what you said when you got off? Well, that no, guy sucks. No, no, no. I didn't, I didn't, think, he, I didn't think he sucks, but he was. It was clearly just doing new material and it just didn't didn't land at all. And then I saw him. Then I did a gig. Uh, I went back to Ealing and he was there. He got the biggest laugh of the night. He's, right. He'd made a joke, which was really funny, which was he was talking about how Jesus is wicked compared to every other religion. And he just went, Jesus gave his life for our souls. Mohammed died of natural causes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it, and <laughs> so good, isn't it? It's so good. good. And every, good. everyone was in it. And it's like, it was a long night. and But that just picked everything up. Yeah. And, it, and, and he just had such a fucking great gig. Yeah. And I was like, it was a good lesson to, to know that you can have a shit gig yeah. doing shit things. Then yeah. you try different things and, you, and yeah. it just, yeah. So, yeah, but your panic of watching Jane. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Panic watching Jane Kill, and then, yeah, Logan gave me a super long introduction. Um, oh, which, it, yeah. by the way, for people listening, like, when we say he gave us super long introductions, it wasn't like they were boosting us or, like, talking about us. <laughs> he was just doing bits. Like, yeah, he was just doing like, bits. He was just talking doing about bits. his shirt. Yeah. And, like, so natural. Like, he's so natural on stage. Uh, and, like, the audience were loving his bits. And I think he was improvising. Like, I don't think he was... Oh, it, it was the, the phrase I used yeah. for, like, how Logan was on that night yeah. compared to everyone else. Yeah. said, for us, it was the biggest night of our lives. Yeah. For him, it was Sunday. Yeah. You know? <laughs> He's not going to outshine. He's not going to come no. on and bring his A game yeah, and just no, 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 wreck no. his students. No. <laughs> so he came on and he was just really blasé and yeah, chatty yeah, yeah. and just warmed people up. Yeah. That, that was all. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, F- yeah funny. But he wasn't doing rehearsed material that aimed to kill. Yeah. No. No. Like, like he would start saying things, and then you stop, and then you go, "Is that what?" That, like he was like, "I'm just gonna fuck yeah. about." Um. But then my my five minutes that I was doing, it got into a bit of like a, a bit of anger, and so I just kind of harnessed that and went like got like got into the zone and got on stage pretty angry and went for it. I, did, I did, all I remember is everybody did well. Yeah, everyone did well. Not not Definitely. one not one person fucked up. I mean, you were. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Not, not, not one person apart from me. <laughs> it's like if, no, you if, killed. You if killed. you don't think anyone fucked up, then yeah. you're the one who fucked up. Yeah. So, you did wear a suit though. 
I on a it. Sunday afternoon. I don't know why no one else did. <laughs> but not, no, but that's your, that's your bug. And I think you look really yeah. good A in a suit and B on stage in a suit. I think it's good. Well, it's I've a got, good I've USP. Got, did you wear suits while you are in bands? No, I didn't. I should, I should have, shouldn't should I? Have, yeah. Definitely should have, yeah. You could have been in the Strokes or something. No, oh. I don't mean the Strokes. I mean it, the Hives. Yeah. Are they Australian Hives? No idea. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I know they're Swedish or something, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I think Scandal. so, yeah. yeah, yeah. Scandal. Kayla no, I think, I think I'm thinking of Jet. Jet, yeah, very Australian. Yeah. <laughs> very Australian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a bit. I've got to claim it when we got it. Because I'm coming from work and doing gigs, and so I've got this opener, which is... I've come dressed like a business casual Jesus. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So immediately, because nice. one of the things I'm trying to do is address the way I look to... to. But you never mentioned the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who can't see, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's just fucking horrendous. Um, <laughs> no, they're very straight and white. They're just massive. <laughs> they're just really big. I do like that a lot of the comedy course involve people making references and Dan getting his phone out and Googling like a, who they are. It's like a bit in itself. Like <laughs> yeah. I'd be like on the phone and people go, oh, Dan clearly has no idea what's going on. My favourite was uh, Andy was doing his bit about the Solero. I shrug and go, eh, okay, didn't, didn't land with me. Everyone else got it. And I Google what a Solero is and I go... That's fucking hilarious. And I burst out laughing in a moment of complete silence in the room. And people are like, oh, Dan just got what a slurry is. What, what, was it, what was his slurry joke? His bit is like, my girlfriend wanted me to freeze my sperm. And I said, what's wrong with having a Solero? Right. Yeah. Yes. And I'm like, good bit. And he's, he's fucking killing it. Oh, and he's so good. very good on He's t- t- gigging loads as well. He said he's got his friends to be his PA basically right. so we've been talking this. we need this we need this <laughs> yeah he's paying her and she's well, booking and then she's just saying you're going here well, you're let's going talk here. to Andy's mate I'm there's more than to... one person who will do it you can you can pay someone else to do it yeah but she's obviously doing it it's like economies of scale isn't it so you, basically we're going to make her a comedy agent yeah essentially I'm up here to chuck her a couple of clams <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't even know what that means funny. oh god <laughs> I, it's the admin side which is the problem yeah like I want to do a gig tomorrow but I don't know where to go I've done two Mondays where I've just turned up to different places and done a gig right but there's a chance that if you turn up they might say no fuck off yeah you, or you need to and if you keep doing it people will go oh that guy he always just shows up yeah which exactly. you can't do like it's it's frowned upon right I know I don't know I don't know if it's frowned upon oh god is it I think so <laughs> I've heard it's massively frowned upon <laughs> I hate to be the one to break that news, but... The word blackball was thrown around. <laughs> Everyone hates you. Oh, wait. I thought I was doing them a favour by turning up and saying I'll perform for free, but actually I'm the, the pest. I'm sorry. I'll perform for free? As if it's like the first time you've ever gotten up for no money. <laughs> yeah. I'll do this one for free, mate. Don't worry oh, about mate. it. Yeah, uh, fucking hell. I won't get my agent involved. Oh, you're right. I just figured that's how it works, but maybe I'm being a nuisance. Well, I'm sure you're not being a nuisance, but like... It shouldn't be regular behaviour, I don't think. But there are no, there are ones that say like walk-ins, fine. Just, uh, maybe I'm confusing them with hairdressers. Maybe, but yeah. I think, but no, I think that is a thing. Okay, that's my best new joke. I've got a joke about the hairdressers. Well, do you want to try it out? Get ready for editing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're going to say no, this, compl- and then compl- when we were pissing oh, ourselves laughing at something else, that's yeah. going to get edited yeah. back. In. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, it's, you're it'll not be gonna... someone else laughing though. It won't be us. It'll be clearly different laughs. <laughs> That'd be amazing. It cuts to the friends laugh track. <laughs> it's not. Oh, I'm not going to tell it like a joke. I'm just going to explain it um, because it needs to be in the context of the set. But essentially, it's sure. when I used to go get a haircut. I go to a salon because I've got this kind of fucking. 
do. It's gorgeous. And they always massage the conditioner in. Oh, I love it. Right? So you get like a head massage and all of that. And it's normally like a young girl who does your hair. And since I've turned 40, they've stopped just massaging my conditioner in and have started asking me. And and this is this is a genuine conundrum that you, of course you do, but you don't want to say yes because you <laughs> feel like a pervert. So the joke, the joke, and I'm not going to say it like a joke, but the joke is basically like she. They now ask me, and all I hear is, "Does the dirty old man want a hand job?" <laughs> which, 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 thank you. Which is, <laughs> which is, which is really true because you feel like a, a, yeah. a perv doing it. Yeah, They're you're saying that the young girl before was was keen to do it, but now is like, nah. no. I think it's a change of policy, right? right. Someone's probably had a moan and they okay. said you got to ask now, but it just coincided with when I turned forty. Yeah. So then the joke is about me being older and then suddenly okay. being a dirty old man. So yeah, yeah. there is. I remember back in the day when I needed to have things done to my hair. Say what you had done to your hair. Say yeah, it. Okay. Well, yeah, it's just part. Of it. it was. It was. The, it was the chemical hair straining. Chemical hair straightening. Amazing. The the point I was going to make is there is something. So I used to have that done, and there is something a bit sexual about a woman washing your hair because that never happens in any other scenario i think so you know i get why it is but there was a i remember this must have been about the turn of the millennium i hate that phrase it makes me sound like such an old man um, <laughs> it was the turn of the, uh, millennium. the turn of the millennium and in one of those shithole places outside glasgow like paisley or motherwell or something there opened up a topless hairdresser's Right. Oh jeez! <laughs> it's like the, the I ate in a Hooters restaurant once, yeah. and I felt weird at looking at the women. Yeah, right. Well, they just they just wear tops. Yeah, though, but don't like, they? but the whole point is, yeah, tops and hot pants and stuff, right? But what I mean is, I felt like lechy about it. Whereas if it was like in a normal place and there was an attractive waitress, I'd feel great about staring at her. <laughs> I don't want to sound like a uh, old man here, but what was the food like in Hooters? <laughs> it wasn't good. So I'm still bitter about this. It's a it's still bitter about the no, culinary no, 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 cuisine. The, the whole experience I got, I think it's maybe like 11, 12 years ago now, it was in Singapore. One, oh, so, you didn't get a classic experience then. The American experience. I didn't get the American yeah. experience, no. But one, there was like this group of lads, but like business lads, uh, like at a table. And group I was of like, lads at Hooters. And like, yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, you're awful. And I'm kind of associated with you. And it was like, the food wasn't great. And I didn't really want to be there. But everything else I bought on that entire bit, because it was a business trip, I had to clean back in expenses. So I was really bitter <laughs> that I didn't enjoy it. And that's the one thing I couldn't expense. <laughs> oh, was, you could? It wasn't worth it to me. It wasn't worth it for the questions nor the ridicule. <laughs> Did, were you by yourself? Yeah. Oh, mate, that's tragic. <laughs> that's so tragic. Yeah, well, I, well, I was like, well, I was like, I'd never seen a Hooters before. And I don't know if I've seen one since. I went to Prague uh, for a wedding, uh, not for a stag do, for a wedding, and there was one there. Right. Uh, I didn't go into that it. That makes sense. But someone who graffitied boobs outside it, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was quite good. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I filmed it on the vlog. Talking of which, I have a vlog because I'm an asshole. Oh, cross pollination. Um, but <laughs> why? Why were you taking the piss out of my vlog? But the one where you film yourself taking a cold shower. Why do you think I'm <laughs> taking the piss out of it, Jamie? It's peak Jamie. Yeah, but why is it peak me? I don't... What? <laughs> I'm doing this thing. He's just analysed Google keyword search <laughs> and gone, ooh, what are the benefits of taking a hot, cold shower? That's right. He's getting in there. That's right. Yeah. He's providing think, answers like, that the world it, wants to the, know. The Wim Hof Ian, why method. are you being such a dick? It's the Wim it's Hof science. method, which sounds... And I mean, I'm sure it's a thing, but if I was to make up a fake scientific method, I think I would call it the Wim Hof method. It's all been fully proven with science this is one of the reasons why why are you using quotation marks when you're saying science, science. <laughs> but yes been proven with science um and um he's able to do things like he climbed mount everest in only a pair of shorts 
oh, is it this guy? Yeah. I know, but the, and right. he was able to like just hang out in like Arctic water for ages. Yeah, he was. He's, oh, I'm aware of this guy, yeah, but I think he, he's probably got a freaky thing. No, because he's he's what he's done is he gets uh, to prove that anyone could do it. He gets other people to do it. He teaches his method, and then they all climb a mountain in just their shorts as well. And he he got injected. Sounds with like a, he's a pervert. He's a, <laughs> <laughs> the way you say shorts is very sensual. <laughs> just in shorts, um, and he. Um, oh. Got a virus injected into him. That also sounds sexual. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they shot some fluid into him. And, uh, he got he got injected with a uh, a flu virus, um, and he, through his method of breathing and mindfulness, brought his adrenaline up. This is all monitored science, university science. Yeah. <laughs> Monitor, uh, and he was able to because um, he was able he's able to get his adrenaline to peak voluntarily he's was able to wipe it wipe out uh, wipe the virus out without any kind of you know immune response of temperatures and fevers and all that and he got seven other people to do it as well so he taught them all and they all did the same thing and he said there was them and then there was a control group and all the control group were getting ill they all started feeling shit and they're all just there breathing like and then like a few hours later fine so it's, it's amazing so i'm trying it and the cold showers is meant to be it does something to me. Essentially, all of it is about minor stresses stimulating your nervous system. That's essentially what it is. But it's fucking horrible having a cold shower. Have you ever done it? No. I want to have a properly had a cold shower. We had not have one in uh, Kenya. I had a freezing cold shower yeah, in Kenya. But we, we had the same, not together, but the same shower. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was so cold in Kenya that I eventually was like, I've got to do it. Because it was for a wedding, mm. so I had to have a shower. Yeah. And I was actually slightly crying. Because it was so, it was so bad. It was like the kind of shock and the the like fact that I had to endure it. Oh my god! Okay. I uh, had the same shower and didn't cry at all. I just yeah. <laughs> Yours just was probably clear. warmer. Yeah, probably. I mean, I did, you basically got nothing, but yeah, of course. Didn't bust a thermometer out. No, no, we did not. So, we, uh, being Australian, have you been on any holidays like Bali or? Thailand. I haven't done Bali. I've done Thailand quite a few times. Yeah. 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 Loads of Aussies in Thailand. Oh, mate. Good reason. It's freaking great. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. Um, I went to uh, Patong. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. And Very it was just rough. loads and loads of drunk Aussies. Oh and God. I was like, fucking hell. I'm sorry. I was walking down the street in Patong once and um, this, uh, this street hawker called out to me, was like, hey, hey, where are you from? Where are you from? And I said, oh, Australia. And he, no joke, pulled out the best Australian accent I've ever heard. But he did it using like 1950s language. So like, you know those propaganda posters you see from like the war? He pulled out, hey, Cobber, how you going, mate? And I was just like, I was blown away. I was like, yeah, I'll buy your DVDs. That was incredible. I want to support what you're doing. This is great. Oh, wicked. Yeah. yeah. He, oh, that was in Patong. Yeah. yeah that he, should be proper fucking stand-up stuff. Right, cover. Now. Yeah. <laughs> My equivalent of that, I was in holiday in Tunisia, and we came out of this museum bit, and the guy heard us talk English, and assumed we were English, even though we were Scottish. It was fine. And he was like, ah, English, English, the Queen, Tony Blair, fish and chips, Georgie Best is dead, too much a drink. Oh my God. Amazing. <laughs> it was sensational. That should so also good. be in your act, by the way. That should be in your act. And the 
uh, story about the Zip Factory should definitely be in your act. I don't know how to turn that into a joke. You need to tell the story about the Zip Factory. Yeah, well, exactly. Can't. Just tell it now for the podcast. Yeah. I it's a story. It's still, oh, okay. You don't have to make it funny. Just uh, tell, uh, tell uh, a won't. fucking story, Ian. Right, so, Jimmy, no, but Dan, if you've got uh, a Zip on yeah. your non-branded clothing... can it's you? Have, YKK. Yeah, it's YKK. Yeah. Right, so you're aware of YKK. Yeah, I'm yeah, a big yeah. YKK. Huge. So always I'm like, a big YKK fan. The only well, name in Zip. <laughs> If I'm doing it as a joke, I'm stealing that line, right? Hang on, Please this, this tell zips. me you didn't go to the YKK factory to... So, oh, wait, there's zips on my boot. Hold on. No, it's someone else. Oh. Yeah. Right. No, one, of, one of the few names in zips. Few. One of the few. Um, no, so I'd always been like, who are YKK? How do they call the zip factory? Yeah. Ma- the zip market and stuff. Anyway, I was on. I was away for work in Romania. Yeah. And I was driving from one place to the other. And the woman who worked there locally, was my equivalent, was like pointing out stuff. And she was like... Oh yeah, I think it just makes zips in or something. There was a big size in YKK, and I'm like, I found it! I found where all the zips come from! I was so excited. Did the you answer Romania? Did you go in for a tour? No, we were just driving oh. past. Damn it. <laughs> Hello, okay. I'm a big fan. Can in I get a tour? You've got to go in for a tour. It's good to lie and stand up. And a there's a bit. and there's a sample like there's a trying on room where you can like try different <laughs> zips. And you, and you were like, Well, I need to like feel what it's really like authentically. So you got your dick out and got it caught in it's a like, zip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Aren't we supposed to be talking about a stand-up course? Uh, yes. Um, wonders. <laughs> yeah, he does, he does wonder, yeah. Uh, well, it's a bit of everything. Um, well, where are you from in Australia? Sydney. But before that, I, I grew up in Hong Kong. So I was there for 15 years. Oh, okay. And then moved to Australia when I was 15. Yes. Then moved to London when I was 30. Have you seen Steve Harris, the Australian comedian? Is Me- he the one who did metal? Yeah. Metal guy? Yeah, metal he, guy. Did, he did the bit that I think someone stole. He did a bit about how... Being gay is the most manly thing he can ever yeah, think yeah, of. Yeah, 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 yeah. Incredible. Yeah, none of, none of and your, he did none it in the nineties. Yeah, like so before good. the whole homophobia outrage. Like he was doing that bit way back. And then I saw someone recently do that bit, and I was like, "You fucker!" Oh, that's so nicked. Yeah, yeah. he was. He's no, that's yeah. him. Yeah, that whole thing about because he was. Uh, into music and yeah. art and things like that. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't want to be in Australia because everyone's homophobic and racist. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. No offense, his words. Um, <laughs> and, he, and he was saying, yeah, I, I didn't, no, I wasn't racist and I didn't like sports. So I didn't know what to kick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the well, way he delivers it's, it's very good. It's good because it hurts so much. But then he was talking about how he went to Ireland yeah. and he met up with this uh, guy who was like the tour guide to show him around and he said to the bloke what's this part of Ireland like and he said oh yeah it's a bit inbred and he's like how can it be inbred when Ireland is so small how lazy do you have to be <laughs> to not go 15 minutes so you don't have to fuck your mum <laughs> he's like That's in Australia bit. the next town is 1500 miles away yeah. it's stupid massive my dad lives a 16 hour drive away from me I mean it's a much shorter flight yeah, but, but 16 <laughs> I hours. I like driving it. Like. I mean, you could probably drive end to end UK 16 hours, couldn't you? Oh man, this this is podcast gold. This is gold. Podcast yeah. gold. We've hit it. Are you um Are you out tonight? No, I finished work at 2 a.m. Oh, okay. So you wanted to sleep in? Well, I wanted to sleep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <right>. you're lazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I thought you were doing this and then going to work no. at like four or something, and then no, working no, no. until. What do you do? Yeah, I was going to say, you can see Don sitting here drinking. That's pretty unprofessional. <laughs> yeah. mm, I wouldn't put it past me. Uh, so I'm an actor and voiceover artist, but then a couple nights a week, I work in a restaurant. You know what I like? Everybody on that course I, that, that, that we went on, yeah. bringing it back to the course, back is to the course. everybody said, yeah, I'm an actor. Like you, you introduced yourself as I'm an actor. Not everyone, but yeah. 
No, no, no. Yeah. But, every, but everybody said what they did was they all yeah. talked about their artistic endeavor first. Sure. So they said, like, uh, Anna said, I'm an actress yeah. and I want to learn comedy. And yeah. later on, as I found out, like Emily said, oh, I'm an actor and a singer. Bloody good singer. Oh, yeah, she's so good, isn't she? Oh. Now, all of these things are obviously true, but Emily also works as a teacher. Yeah. Anna works as a, a freelance project manager. Yeah. So you're working as a waiter or whatever. Yeah. What yeah, I really like, like, Gail does like she spends a lot of time doing comedy, but she does like analysis stuff. Will's a developer, I think he is. Yeah, uh, I think he's quality assurance or something, but yeah. Oh, he's a tester, yeah. Not to <laughs> sorry, Will. I, I just said it with Will Derision. Yeah, he's a tester. Oh, yeah, he's a <laughs> he's developer. A fucking tester. He's one rung below the tester. <laughs> oh, god. So, all everybody, what they did was said their artistic thing first, yeah. and I and said, I am this, yeah, but then also this on the side. Whereas yeah. I've always come from because I've been in bands. <laughs> I've always come from I work in an office, but I happen to play music. Um, or, and now I work in an office, but I happen to do stand up. Yeah. And I think it's really good to put your artistic like vision first to say, yeah. no, I am like I need to start saying I am a comedian. I haven't got that. Not even on my Twitter bio have I put I'm a, I'm a stand up. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I used to do the same. Like I used to be like, I, I do this, but I'm trying to be this because you feel like you're a liar on some level. Yeah. If you say I'm this, which is not where you make most of your money or, you know. But it's actually just more interesting conversation if you say what you're passionate about first, right? Like if you say, for sure, I'm an actor. Mm. I sometimes do this to make some money on the side. Prostitution. It's just more interesting, you know. Wouldn't you sell this? Um, (laughs) On that chair. chair. (laughs) You have to wheel the chair around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's just if you were in a shop window in Amsterdam, I'd expect you to be in that chair. (laughs) In a thong as well. But it's more interesting conversation. And also it's yeah. like, no, no, I need to get my head in the frame of saying I'm an actor. That's what I'm trying to do. I think because there's a big, th- I'm well into f- self-help because yeah, sure. I'm a, one of them people. You um, need a lot of help. But I need a lot of help. And self-help is the cheapest kind. <laughs> <laughs> I find when you take experts out, it becomes markedly more affordable. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, there's a joke I heard uh, the other day, which is really great, where the, it's a stand-up comedian, a guy called Julian Dean, and he goes, um, he's talking about something, and he said, basically, look, I need help. So I've been going to see this therapist, but he keeps on relating everything back to the relationship I have with my mother. And I'm like, why are you bringing that sexy bitch into things? <laughs> <laughs> that's like, that's such a fucking good joke. Good joke. But the self-help thing is, um, is the story you tell yourself. Mm. We all live the story that we tell ourselves. Absolutely. So, Whatever we say we are, that is what comes through in your actions. It's what underlines everything you do. Mm. So if you say to yourself, I'm a confident person who can do this and handle this, yeah. then then it's like, that's what happens. If you think, oh, I'm nervous and I'm not worthy and you live that. So I think, obviously, we're too much self-help. Sure. But because our human brains basically work in stories. It's how information has been passed down from ancient times. Before we even knew how to write, it was stories, right? Yeah. Which is, right, are you rolling your eyes? No, I wasn't. Why do you keep looking at me for some kind of validation? Just talk your nonsense and get it over with. <laughs> just gob shit. I wonder why he's to self-doubting. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, my name's Jamie and I'm a gob shit. Um, and anyway, so basically I think it's really good. So if, you, if you're if you brave enough to come in and go, I'm a, I'm a fucking actor and that's what I do. Yeah. Well, Emily's got a joke about it, doesn't she? Which she says, I'm a jobbing actor, which means I do a lot of jobs which aren't acting. Yeah. Which is a great I think that's joke. that's Charlie's joke. No, it's it's Emily's. 
Unless she's nicked it from Charlie. I'm going to go to war with you on that. I'm pretty sure it's Charlie's joke. Um, It's on the... Listen to... Yeah, Emily definitely told it like the other day. Oh, you're right. Yes. Yes. I fucking am. Memories coming up. It's Charlie. She made the joke first, like early on in the course. I don't know if I've just dubbed Emily in for stealing a joke, but... But it's a very common... It's a common acting thing, like you say. Fight, 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 Yeah, it's okay. It's a fairly common joke. That's a nice get out clause for everybody there. <laughs> Nobody stole it because it's like yeah, it's uh, like, like cre- it's like the Creative Commons license. Yeah, you can just take Commons. it. Yeah, it's it's like that kid yeah. who tried to sue um, it's out of Walker's Crisps for calling their bacon flavor Smoky Beckham, and he was like, "I wrote to you with that idea." And Walkers <laughs> were like, "Yeah, we also had that idea. Don't worry about it." It's like, "No, it was mine. I'm suing you." <laughs> did did he? Well, you know, after like Salt and Lineker, right? They were like, he was like, "You should call that Smoky Beckham," and then they came out with a like, Smoky Beckham. It was like, "Oh, that's mine." <laughs> Well, me, if he got it on paper first. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, but no one there's seen it. How do you know? know? Well, maybe I not. Don't they open all the children. It doesn't well. take a look of like, okay, yeah, we're yeah, going to get David sure. Beckham. What we call it? Prawn and Beckham. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. They had Frank Labouf, didn't they? They had. I don't think they didn't have They did. They had Labouf and Onion. Did they? That's yes. really good. Amazing. But yeah, if someone wrote about that and like, but I was like, okay, I need something for my beef flavored crisps, I would immediately go to Frank Labouf. You know, um, who was the guy in Desperado? The Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. His name is Tony Flags. <laughs> in Spanish, his name is Tony Flags. Do you ever watch Strictly Come Dancing? No. Or do you know the concept? Sure. Come, yeah. Uh, one of the guys on there, the dancers, he's called Antoine de Beck. Okay. And his real name is Tony Beak. Okay. So that's good rebranding yeah, that right. he's done. He's done well. I've rebranded. Yeah, you have. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to dub you in online. <laughs> no, 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 I have. I've Why th- did you rebrand? Because I don't want to use my real name. Wait, you've both rebranded. Yes. I, I have. Yeah, why? I don't even know why I did it. So Tell I, me why. So, my so I'm Jamie better. Jackson because I think that sounds like a good alliteration. Okay. I've gone with Ian Irvin because yeah. it's just in case I say anything that is so offensive it somehow gets back to my work. Sure, 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 sure. sure. Yeah, you, don't want your, yeah. you don't want to be Googleable as a stand-up when you're working in an office. Yeah, well, it's, it's not that much. It's like damage You're, you're not offensive, are you? <laughs> well, I don't think so. Other people tend to disagree. Yeah, you know, a lot of people have disagreed. Yeah, women and ethnic minorities, particularly. I still think that fat. I still think that fat woman joke was was. Yes, was I think that's very funny. I just think you're not telling it right. Yeah, it's a really good joke. Yeah, I've it's been a, I've been scared off of it because people were for the for the context of people are listening angry about it. Um, it's about being more confident than uh, no, being braver than body confident fat women. Well, it's not. Yeah. So the whole concept is, and I, I think this is dismissive to the people themselves. If you are a larger lady who is prepared to wear something more revealing. Yeah, we are we are entering into hot water, but let's do it. This is the point of this podcast. Well, yeah, no, it is. God. No one's going to listen. It's fine. Right? If you I was going to send it to the course, though. I was going no, to send it to well, everybody. No, no, that's fine. I, look, they've already made their opinions clear. I'm just restating my case. Okay. If you are, of a, a, like I say, a larger lady, and you wear something a bit more revealing, right? People keep saying, oh, how brave that is. And to me, that's offensive. Like, literally, that's patronizingly offensive. So the joke, the whole punchline of the joke was say, was pointing out that people are hypocritical for saying that's brave. I wouldn't want to hear that. I want to hear, you look good, not you're brave. <laughs> yeah, you you're brave I mean? is another brave, way of saying you're hideous, isn't it? Yes, it exactly is. Yeah. And that's the I joke. I think you I'm need not... to use those words in the joke that you're trying to tell. Yeah, that's yeah. better. But you need to make better. The audience need to know your opinion on the matter. If they're confused about whether you're pro-women or anti-women, 
then they're going to get offended. I'm ambivalent, really. I mean, I can't, I can't, they're, they're never going to go away, but, you know, I oh. can't, can't live with them, can't live without them. I mean, look, uh, they're just a fact. Yeah. <laughs> but you're making, you're making an observation about society, but you're, yes. not, you're not making it clear enough. Yeah, that's true. And that's a really good joke because it's like saying, if I wore like a, uh, a tight fit t-shirt and someone went, oh, that's brave, you'd be like, fuck off. What does that mean? <laughs> well, it's like, yes, minister, isn't it? It's like, hmm, that's a very courageous decision, minister. And he immediately knows he shouldn't do it. So you're right. Calling, calling fat women brave wearing certain clothes is another way of calling them ugly. Yes. But or, they're also or, or unsightly. People who would get upset at that joke are also challenging the idea that if we keep having the conversation where we go, brave actually means ugly, then we're reinforcing the status quo that's been dominating but for the, the past is, 200 I, years. But I'm not, because the whole joke that I did was about bravery and yeah. about levels. Yeah. And I'm saying me for being a stand-up comedian, the only thing above it is being a body-confident fat woman. So we'll mm. say you're brave for being a stand-up. Right? Maybe but they really are. They mean you're really brave for yeah. like just being yourself, which Maybe. I think is well out of order. Yeah, but you know what you can do? You can you can say that joke, and the punchline is more confident than a um, uh, the only person more confident than me is body confident fat women. And then if it doesn't land, or even if it does land, you can go, hang on, hang on, let me explain. Go with me on this, and then you have the audience going, oh right, what's he going to say? We need to um, workshop <laughs> your set. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need to oh, do. Man. That would not be a bad idea for a podcast, like just a comedian being workshopped the whole time, <laughs> just, right? Oh, man. And then Broken can you imagine... Down, yeah. I'll tell you, that joke's imagine- brave. <laughs> <laughs> that joke was brave. Can you imagine then, like, finding a comedian going, oh, fuck, that's amazing, like, watching their set, and then knowing there's a podcast where they came up with that joke and workshopped that joke? That'd be incredible. I'd listen to that. Ooh. Oh, this is a new idea I for a podcast. I would listen to that. Have you heard of the podcast Song Exploder? Hang on. Wait, you're going for a piss? Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Let's talk about this song exploder All right. after the break. Brilliant. Now I'm going to go and be a dong exploder. Uh, a dong? Dick. Penis oh, exploder. We've got a lamp on the table now. It's made so, all the difference. It's really nice. Mm. Quite cosy. Mm. I feel like we should be playing cards or something. I'd be up for some poker. I'm short on cash at the moment. I'm very good, though. I really am very good at poker. Really? Yeah, really. Well, I want to get some money out now. <laughs> Are you, well, do you play? It. Not really, but I'm, I'm lucky. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Can't argue with it, really. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so you were talking about Song Exploder. So there's this podcast out there called Song Exploder, uh, Rishi K. Hiroshway. He's this fantastic composer. He also runs the West Wing podcast, if you guys were ever West Wing fans. It's him and Rishi and Josh Maliner who played Will Bailey, who came in in season four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just, they just watch every he episode. Was, he was fine, but it did kind of mark the... Wait, one decline. of the actors is on the podcast. Yeah, so they cool. and he hasn't watched His the show. Worked out. <laughs> it's all panned out well for him. Well, funnily enough, it actually has. He's on a show called Scandal. Like, yeah, he's fucking doing very well. Well, it shot me up. Yeah, I thought he was good. Um, no, I agree, but it. I thought he was a really good actor. But yeah. he he came when also 
there was a weird period uh, yeah there was a weird period in the west wing where they just started throwing so much shit at the wall to see what stuck yeah and it kind of got a bit whack until they got into the the uh, election. santos election yeah. at the oh, end which so when good. it came back it was very good yeah, yeah so he hosts that with joshua malina and they watch an episode in a week and then talk about it and they'll get guests on it's really interesting anyway song exploder Rishi's a composer, and so he gets on people he loves who have produced songs, and he gets them to talk about their process and how they got there and what they were oh, doing. I love that. That was yeah. my idea for a podcast. Oh, right. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Because I wanted to, I just thought. Yeah, but you're great. like the Smokey Beckham kid. You can't sue him. <laughs> <laughs> the Smokey Beckham kid. <laughs> Now that is a good stand up name. Yeah. Jamie Bossonati, the Smokey Beckham kid. Well, this is like. Um, could become the thing now basically if you have an idea and then you go oh no wait that was my idea then you're doing the smoky beckham because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do the smoky beckham so a guy i did beckham. my postgrad with he'd had this idea and i'll tell you what the invention is right but basically he'd invented something or at least had the concept of the invention for it and sent himself something by recorded posts so he could like if anyone ever yeah, came yeah, up with yeah, like yeah, yeah. I did it first yeah. and what it was was a golf club where instead of like having a whole bunch of irons in your bag at different gradients yeah. like that just changed to your like you press a button it becomes a three iron oh. you press another button it becomes like a nine iron yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah he, I, I don't, that's never come to fruition and he's had that maybe like 15 years ago well, there's no point having any idea if you don't do it I'm going to well, Google I don't, it. I don't know what he's done Jamie is Googling They've got bending golf clubs, so obviously... No, I don't know that's it. No, you don't want that. Doesn't it? Anyway, so Gordon's idea, if anyone wants to steal it... Yeah, there you go. ...and be that Smokey Beckham kid, make him the Smokey Beckham kid. <laughs> if you want to turn Gordon into a Smokey Beckham kid, I'm go I'm sure nuts. they've looked into it. Like they, they must have looked into it, and they don't do it because it's a shit idea. Yeah, because you have to have some fucking mechanics yeah. in there and batteries and... Which will either make it A, lighter, or B, heavier... Which is not what you want, right? Yeah, essentially it's a shit idea. Fuck you, Gordon. I thought it was a good idea. I'll be honest with that. That's why it's stuck in my head. Well, it's it's in theory, yeah, it's a mm. great idea. But in practice, I'm like, uh, how would you make that work? I've got a really good idea. Hit me. Which would literally make me bil- billions. It make yeah. me a billionaire. Yeah. Right, but I just don't know how to do it. Sure. Sexy women, but for free. <laughs> <laughs> Cartridgeless printers. <laughs> Endless food. <laughs> Free energy. Magic. I'm going to sell ones and they're going to work. Yeah. Guardian Leviosa. Workable magic ones. Yeah. <laughs> Talking dogs. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, but. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, but if you can work out how yeah. to. Now, listen, here's some science. Um, <laughs> if you can figure out a way for the machine to somehow burn or whatever an image onto a page, mm. essentially, if you find a way of taking the ink out of the equation, you buy a printer once and then everybody sorted. It's like Dyson with bagless hoovers. Sure. Yeah. So, so essentially, it, it, everyone would then just buy this printer. My God, this is going to be a story where it's like. When I first told the idea to my friends, people fucking laughed at me. <laughs> yeah, and then he went on to become the new James Dyson. This will be played. This podcast yeah, will be yeah, played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We talk about no one listening to this podcast. Your autobiography could be like Talking Dogs. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be called Talking Dogs, uh, Magic Ones, Cartridgeless Printers. <laughs> my story by JB Mazarai. Yeah. If we can work fuck off Ian into that, that'd be. <laughs> 
I like how that's become the fucking group catchphrase. Uh, yes, it was very funny. I felt bad because um, I was stoking that fire, but everyone was all like, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Everyone's really up for that, aren't My they? favourite was Emily, who put it in before for what she wanted to say. Like, she was like, accept Ian, brackets, fuck off Ian. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> like, it came first. Like, the joke came before her, like, Happy New Year, everyone. It's like the bit in WhatsApp. It's a WhatsApp equivalent of going, <clears throat> before you yeah, talk, yeah, isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Fuck off, Ian. Hey, where's everyone gigging on Monday? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very good. Yeah. Uh, but yes, I admit it's a, an idea that I can't... I did say I can't bring it to reality. But it's a Carl Pilkington idea, isn't it? It's it like, is yeah, wouldn't Carl it be good Pilkington if it was idea. this? Yeah. And yeah. then, but how are you doing that? <laughs> yeah. It shows a basic disregard for the understandings of science. I don't think it does. You're right. <laughs> and it's like, it it's like when I was a kid, I always remember like not enjoying showering and being like, what we should be able to do is just like peel our skin off at the end of every day, right? That's not, that's not like a viable alternative. No, peeling your skin off for a magic wand is not in the same group as a cartridgeless printer, which is much more. Much but that's more an good. integral part of it. It's like, oh, just get that engineless car. <laughs> Like a bike. <laughs> <laughs> He's got you there, mate. Yeah. There you go. They've done it already. Like a yeah. glider, mate. I mean, that's an engineless plane. But, it is, yeah. but still, yeah. So it's not in the outside the realms of craziness. <laughs> All right. Song Exploder. Yes. So, yeah. so that was going to be my idea. And I wanted to have the idea of interviewing people like... I don't know why I always had this example in my head. But... Um, Interviewing the guy out of Simply Red. What's he called? Big Hucknall. Big Hucknall. <laughs> about how he came up with um, Holding Back the Years, which is okay. just an immense tune. An immense yeah. tune. I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm sorry. You don't know it? No, sorry. There are two good Simply Red songs. Okay. That's one of them. The other well, one, obviously, being Something Got Me Started. And Money, Money's Too Tight to Mention. Oh, yeah. That's, that is quite good. I'll give it all give up for you. Yeah, okay. Yes, uh, I would. Um, ho- okay, Holding Back the Years. Let me just give you... Fair usage. Let me give you a holding back the years. Yeah. Sorry. You're making me feel so old. I'm sorry, man. How old are you? 30. One. 31. 31. Yeah. All right. So I'm nine years older. That's all right. Nine years older. Nothing, man. Okay. Hang you on. two could legitimately have a relationship and people wouldn't like bat an eyelid. Yeah, people wouldn't bat an eyelid if we had a relationship. Well, someone would say to Dan, you're punching, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you that nice uh, thing, uh, yeah. So, look at that smoke. <laughs> <laughs> <He's so mean. laughs> oh, I think you'll find I won that little exchange. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Very funny. Very funny. <laughs> About your own joke. <laughs> very funny. Very funny. Very funny. Right. Very the podcast of voice. Let's bring it back. Very funny. Very funny. Yeah. Four stars. <laughs> yeah. Very, yeah. To break your own gig. Very funny. Yeah. Jamie Jackson. No, no. Use your use your real name. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, uh, anyway, this, this is what I was going to say. Yeah. I was going to have, obviously, I'm Jamie Jackson. Sure. But I was going to use the name Jamie Maserati. Yeah. And the only reason why I didn't is because you put me off it. I'm glad. It's so good. No, it's awful. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with Don like, here. It's not the brand of comedy that you're trying to do. Like it rings it reeks of like nineteen seventies, um But that's why it's funny. Cheap comedy, 
No, no, because you're, you, you're, Wait, so you're saying I should call myself Ian Maserati. Absolutely. Yeah, okay, yeah, good, yeah. <laughs> you, not a problem. You, it sounds cheap. You do quite a sophisticated brand of like That's true. observational like, stuff. Like, Maserati reeks of wankers to me. Like, <laughs> but that's kind of why it's cool. It's a bit like. No. It's a bit like Tony Farino, or it's a bit like. Um, um, there's a, a comedian called. Um, He's Greek, and I think he's called himself something like Franco can't get can't stop a lot enough or something. <laughs> it's it's I can't remember his name now, but I, I have to find out. But it, it, that I really like those kind of names. Interesting, because I think like comedy today is so much more about authenticity and like being it, it who is. you are. It is that's true on stage, and so the idea that Elton John yeah has a different name, I think that worked back then. But Reg. To these days, like I'm like, no, it's it's about being as much yourself as possible on stage. But I think there's something to be said for pushing against the norm. You know what I mean? Uh, like, eh, but it's pushing back. That no one like, else yeah, don't, don't, be. don't be funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> you are you are killing that job, Like the way you just get on stage and say your acts. Oh my god, it's incredible. Listen, since I got banned from BNP meetings, I need some way to get it like out. It's really difficult. Oh man, what you should do is like get a Maserati cup. <laughs> like, but never, never mention it. Right, just be Jamie Maserati and like have a baseball, a Maserati baseball cup, <laughs> right? And just turn up. That would be fucking. Or just have a suit jacket with a big Maserati logo. Yeah, <laughs> or like you know, like a sort of racing jacket, one of those things. But also, people who own Maseratis, right? Like, I don't identify with those people at all. I mean, I like the cars, but I don't identify sure. with those people. Like, I went to Monaco and I what, was like, successful people. <laughs> Rich, successful people. Yeah, yeah I, they're probably relate. good looking too. Cannot relate. Yeah, um, you went to Monaco. Yeah, and it was just a succession of like Maseratis, Ferraris, and I was like, gross. It, it made I was like, ugh. In all fairness, though, yeah, you did go to Monaco, which is like the hotbed yeah. of yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that is that in Dubai, isn't it? Which are basically yeah. the two places in the world where everyone goes with their yeah. sports cars. Yeah. Um, why did you go there? Because we were in the south of France when we thought, oh, might as well. Yeah, no, no, cool. Yeah. Cool, I would. I, I, yeah, I've, I've, really I've would. been to Monaco. Yeah, we made so the mistake of driving in. but So I watched I watched a lot of films in the last few days, right? Oh, yeah. I've watched three films. Yeah. I've watched Hotel Transylvania 3 yeah. with the kids and I fell asleep. Okay. But it is funny. Is it as good as the first two? Uh, I don't know. I can't believe you're answering that question seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but, so I watched Hotel Transylvania 3 with them. Um, but I did fall asleep. I then watched Contact. Do you remember Contact with Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster and Matthew McConaughey in a oh. completely unnecessary role. Yeah, hey, I'm looking, I'm the sexy priest. Yeah, we just turned up with his... Change, change your rat look. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly Oh, it it's peak Matthew McConaughey. Okay. Um, yeah, and then I watched The Great Gatsby. <laughs> the most recent one? like Yeah, the Baz Luhrmann one. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's so good, isn't it? It's very beautiful, yeah. But sad as well. Mm. Um, I don't even know the story. Do you want me to ruin the story for you? No. No, I mean, no big spoilers, but essentially Gatsby is a guy who is... Great. A, a penniless bloke who becomes rich through fairly nefarious means um, and is just throws all these lavish parties and is this kind of... Um, what do you call them? Social... Enigma. Social enigma, but like a big, big... Yeah, he's an enigma, but he's a big socialite uh, and he's doing it all... He's new money trying to impress... He, yes, the people own, behind his back are yeah. probably like, Rrr. yeah, and there's there's all that in it, but essentially he is doing it all just to impress this one woman. Okay, he wants to get this Who one. Who he knows woman. lives in the area. 
So he buys a massive mansion opposite her. Um, and Never reaches out to her, though, directly. It's so all very hashtag me too. It's a bit <laughs> like that uh, Craig McLaughlin song, Mona. He's going to build a house next door to you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And he's Do you know done. That? No. Come on, you're Australian. I literally Australian it up. But like, I've spoken about the TAFE, right? This is the most other obscure Australian <laughs> thing I can do. Are we going to talk about the actual course and how we found the 10 weeks? Yeah. Well, if you if you want to bring it back to what we're supposed to talk about, great. Uh, uh, I was going to talk about Creed 2. Okay. brilliant. Okay. Oh, have you seen it? So I don't want to ruin it for it. So there's a little bit at the start, I think it's maybe a bit ropey. Towards the end, it's amazing. And I don't know. I don't want to ruin the. Is Sylvester Stallone in it? Yeah, but oh. you know who fucking else is in it? You know which character makes an important comeback? Drago. It's Ivan Drago. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to tell you right now. By the end of it, no, I can be accused of hyperbole here. In all of fiction, Ivan Drago has the single greatest character arc ever, and I'm prepared to say that now. It's amazing. Well, it's he's, amazing. he's fairly two-dimensional in Rocky Four, isn't he? In all of fiction. In all of fiction. What, wow. including the Bible? That's <laughs> not fiction, mate. That's offensive oh, to yeah. lots of people listening. Contentious, mate. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. Um, well, that's because we—that's because of the human brain works in stories. Yeah. So, no, yeah. no. All I'm saying, like, literally, the, all of the film was good. Like, it's a couple of ropey minutes at the start, but the story of Ivan Drago is perfect. Um, anyway, so shall we bring it back to the course? Yeah, can't we? But I, because I've drunk a bit i need to go for a pee again so can we just stop and then like Fuck we'll bring it back the course we'll start again it's a good all point. right th- part three part th- well you, you're the editor dick face <laughs> <laughs> make this seamless by part no no because i do i do actually put little breaks in don't i with yeah you do with the, the the full adverts um all right see you in part three Let, i hear you in part three So uh, we're back. Yes, this show that I did a gig at, this American guy was on, and he was ridiculously good looking, like fucking Hollywood looks good looking. It was just almost laughable. And he got up on stage and he did a first bit about Swed- uh, about the Swiss or something. He did some jokes about the Swiss. And cliche. Yeah. Everyone's, everyone's got a bit of the Swiss. <laughs> and, and obviously everyone in the whole room is just thinking, look at this guy. <laughs> and then he just stopped and he went, I know what you're thinking. I'm a very beautiful man. <laughs> and he goes, and you're right. I'm a ridiculously beautiful man. And then he starts talking about it. And then he was going, now, obviously, most comedians aren't good looking. I mean, on a binary scale, the only one that counts. I, I was, <laughs> I was, and then he went on to just cast the whole room down and call them ugly. Oh, I, mate. I, and I thought it was so good the way he totally owned it. He just came yeah, on yeah, and he went, yeah. yeah, look at my fucking face. Yeah. I'm fucking ridiculously yeah, good looking. Yeah. Oh, I wonder where he got all that confidence to be able to do that from. It's the story he told himself. Well, no, it's because he's very Beautiful. good looking. That was the... Yes. Yes. I just don't yeah, want to assume too much, but aren't we supposed to be reviewing the course? All right. Okay. As a review of the course... Sure. I would say it's one of the best things I've ever done. Sure. Best comedy course I've ever been. <laughs> it's the best... That year. Um, no, it was it was really, really good. I think everybody liked it. Yeah. Apart from yeah. that one guy who left <laughs> in the first week. <laughs> Despite yeah. having paid all his money. What's his name again? I can never remember was his name. Was it William? Will? Rob. 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 Yeah, Rob. Never Wherever you are. He could have stuck with it. And we didn't notice oh, Rob. week nine. I did. I know it's the second week. Oh, okay. Ripley noticed because apparently he was like with him like, yeah, the first mate. week. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Your first, your first week in a course and you go, yeah, I met, I, I've got a friend there. I'm good. Like next week when I go, I'll know someone and feel warm towards someone. 
Ripley shows up. Not <laughs> <there>. <laughs> yeah. But I, I thought Logan as a teacher was brilliant. Yeah. I thought he was so clever the way he it seemed like you were doing nothing. Yeah. But mm. then by the end, we were all doing like full proper stand up. I was like, huh? It's, it's, I think it's the way it was structured in that it gradually builds you up for stuff that you need to do and it creates yeah. things. So I reckon, I would think you and people like you, the, you know, the acting community mm. must have been a bit like, you're right, fuck off. Because I think that was. There was, more a lot of like us there was a lot of acting. To um, be more comfortable with the idea of just saying what's on your mind and being comfortable about doing that in front of people, you know? Yeah, but it also gave you a false sense of security of like, oh, I've got this stand-up stuff, I'm killing it at the course. <laughs> and you went just yeah. like, you know, because yeah. you, you're doing what you do professionally. <laughs> and then it's like, right, be funny. Uh. Right, now do five minutes. And it's like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. But it so, wasn't like, it was like, write this bit for this and say a thing, like yeah. write a thing in here, do that. And yeah. it sort of it's like, well, you've not really done anything, but here, you've gone like 40 or five minutes already. He was sometimes a brutal, which is needed, mm. but the most brutal he's ever been was with you. Fucking hell, man. You did, yeah. your, you did your five minutes, but it was, to be fair, unrehearsed, so it was messy. He was not hard on anyone else No, he wasn't. Like, the only time I've seen him is hammer anyone. me and me alone. Like, it wasn't a, I'm going to be hard on all of them this week just to get them all, like, feeling okay. Yeah, no, he was just hard on me. But no, I was, I'm the better for it. No, he, he, said, he said the same thing to Tony because he delivered his whole thing about crisps and working yeah. in pubs and all of that. And then he delivered it again a week or two later and it was really loose and he clearly yeah. hadn't been rehearsing it. Yeah. Uh, not having a go at Tony, it was just, you're yeah. like, oh, I've got this bit and then it just kind of... Yeah. And yeah. he said, he, was he, said you, he said, I've never seen that so loose, you've got to sort it out. I mean, you want a teacher to do that, to bring yeah. you bring you back. Oh, of course. Back on of course. If they're just going to say you're course. great, yeah. then, you, you know, it's not useful yeah. at all. Mm. What's interesting is, or I thought everybody else was confident. Like Emily said... She didn't go to the pub afterwards for a while because she was nervous. I think it was like week eight. Yeah, something like she that. She didn't come to the pub. And I was like, how are you nervous? You were like the most confident one here. Yeah. Just yeah, but switched she, on. She exudes yeah. confidence, doesn't she? Yeah. She's, she's professionally confident. Like that doesn't mean you're socially confident, yeah. right? Oh. I remember I desperately wanted to go to the pub. Did people go to the pub in week one? Me and Ian did. Yeah, right. Oh, when did week one? Yeah, because we just started because you know yeah, yeah, what yeah, the deal yeah, was. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I think week two, did we all go to the pub together? I reckon so. Probably. I remember it became a weekly thing that I really looked forward to every week. Like, not only the course, but going to the pub afterwards. Yeah, for sure. I love, yeah. yeah, I love that. I love yeah, that debrief afterwards. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, I, I really like everyone on the course. And it's, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I really would like to stay friends with everyone. Yeah. But it's difficult difficult yeah. yeah um and that's just fucking adult life isn't it and it's hard because you all come into it with some kind of drive of like i'm gonna be a comedian and then you find each other and for that 10 weeks you can help each other and then afterwards you've got to you all go about it differently and you want mm. people to go about it the way that you've gone about it right because yeah. you're like cool i've set aside tuesday wednesday and thursday nights to be my stand-up comedy nights and then the group decides we're going to meet up on Friday nights. So I'm like, well, I've got to work Friday night, so I can't do that. Yeah. And it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, do I change my life around so that I'm not working Friday nights? Or I said from the beginning, I was like, I can't do Friday nights. So Tuesday, let's but do Marcy's Tuesday. Marshy's booking something else, so I don't know what she is actually. Oh, booking. interesting. Just, cool. Yeah, yeah. That'd be great. I'd love to. She's so the admin. Oh, she? She's oh, so great. She's so fucking organized. And she's driven for this. She wants it. I think she wants it more than anyone. Maybe little Emma. Two of them together. They, they, really, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they really want it. And that's great. It's interesting to think about different people's intentions. I think a lot of the actors are like, I want to add this extra thing yeah. into my yeah. career. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Like, yeah. Extra so that, that was a huge surprise to me, actually, when we started the course. 
right? And I would never have guessed it. I, yeah. Not not like having met you. Why? Guess it. Why? So to me, yeah. stay in line. Yes. Lesbians. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, off out of here. No, yeah. so to me, the reason I'm doing it, I feel like I need a creative outlet. Right. You guys have already got a creative outlet. So to sure, me, it felt sure. weird. Yeah, but it makes sense Creativity now, right? begots creativity, so I understand it. But yeah. I was only looking at it from my point of view. Yeah. And I was like, why do these people who don't need it, why are they doing it? Well, you say don't need it. Like, we're professional actors and we're trying to get more work. Like, we're trying to, I, like, I probably make 40% of my money out of acting and voiceover. And so, like, I'd love to make that 60% and then 80%. Mm. And so, we, we're trying to add more to our, what we offer. Oh, it makes total sense. Yeah. I just, I never expected it yeah, right. when I started. Yeah, Charlie did the Sunbites commercial. Yeah. Um, but I remember like, so I went and put that up on YouTube and it's like, oh shit, that's Charlie just talking really nicely and saying absolute shite, but well done for her. That's the that's the job, isn't it? Yeah. yeah talk, is talk shit about products. No, but it was like, it's Sunbites. We believe that a little bit of sunshine goes into everything. It's like, you don't believe that at all. <laughs> you, you liar. <laughs> it's almost like you're acting. <laughs> you go to a play and go, you're not a real doctor. <laughs> But we, <laughs> I'd love to do that. <laughs> Apparently, like there's a there's an actor from the '90s who was like this fucking horrific villain in a film, and he stepped into an elevator with a with his daughter, and the woman in the elevator fucking lost it. Like she was like on the ground, going like, "Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, don't hurt me," kind of thing. And the guy was just like, "My daughter's here with me. You need to grow the fuck up and realize that I'm an actor." Like, yeah, a hundred percent. I'm an actor, and my daughter's now going, "Why is daddy weird?" I've always thought, you know, people who uh, spend years in soaps and their yeah. characters are fucking cut. Oh, cu- yeah, but the, no, but I think the, you become your soap character. If you're like doing that five days a week, you can't be that super method acty. So like you and your character become the same person. What I was going to say about that is you, when you see them then on a chat show or something. Yeah. Not that I watch soaps anymore, but when I was younger, you see them, you actually do kind of dislike them. Yeah. And it's so weird. You get this visceral sense of, yeah, but you're a dick. And it's like, they're not. They're like... I'm just an actor. Here's a quick off the top of your head. What is the best act, like film-wise, the best acting role you've seen? Daniel Day-Lewis, uh, There Will Be Blood. I was fucking going to say that. Yeah. I was going to say the same one. Isn't fucking that funny? incredible. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what? Incredible. I watched that without knowing he won an Oscar. Yeah, right. And I watched it by myself. Yeah. And I was like, I fucking cannot believe yeah. how good he is. Yeah. He's... I was like blown away by it. Oh my God. And what a movie. He's, he's the best actor in the world. Like, yeah. but like, like he's got he's got it down so yeah. well. Yeah, it, it, and you know he's given up. Yeah, what a prick. I don't I don't think he'll give up. Like if he takes a longer break than normal, because he only does a film every three years or something. Yeah, and every That's time he wins an Oscar. To, yeah, yeah. Well, Phantom Thread didn't do too well by Daniel Day Lewis standards, which is well, and also like Gangs of New York. He, yeah, he so should have won an Oscar yeah. for that. I mean, he's he's amazing. Gangs of New York is an amazing film. I amazing. love the you know, story. Lost, you know, it lost out on almost everything. It was so weird. It's it's won almost nothing. I love I love the way he's, the story is. Like the thing is, your fight doesn't count anymore. America is bigger. It's the United States of America now. Your little fucking tribal thing. You guys are both fucked. Loved it. Mm. Well, also, like, here's, also, here's your big climactic fight. It's not going to happen. He's so incredible. good. Incredible. He's good in the Crucible as well. I haven't seen it. Oh, it's really good. Yeah, you got the semi-finals three years running. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Very good. He's the people's champion. Uh, It's a snooker joke. Okay. All right, so we talked about acting, like actors and why they did the course. Why did you guys do the course? 
confidence and also because I've secretly always wanted to be a stand-up. Or, right. Like always, but was in full denial about it. Um, yeah. And Like you want to do it as a hobby or you want to do it, do it? I want to do it, do it. Yeah, I, I, I want to do it, do it. And it feels weird saying it now, but and it's, take, I, it's like with my life coach, this, yeah. is, this is what uh, happened, right? We did... Uh, 19 sessions I did with him yeah. about how I was going to be a video editor because I'm learning video editing yeah. and wow. how I'm going to be freelance doing that. Yeah. And then I basically, on the like the 19th one, I said, I'm going to be honest with you. I just want to do comedy. Wow. I, I was like, I just want to do it. Wow. And and because he's a life coach, this, this is one of the really great things about it. He's like, fucking great. If that's what you want to do, then fucking great. Let's do it. Let's do yeah. it together. We'll build a plan. Let's do it together. I, I actually thought he was going to laugh at me. I actually was like, thought there was some way he was going to put it down and go, that's silly or, or yeah. that's not business or, but he was like, fuck it. Brilliant. Because it, it feels so egotistical to say, yeah, I want to be a comedian saying that all, all, everything in that kind of sphere. I want to do entertainment. Everyone's like, you wanker. Like most people. I'll be honest. It was going through my brain. Yeah, but that's why it's so. That is why it's so good to do this course because you suddenly meet people who are like, "No, I am an actor and I am a comedian and mm. I and this is what I do." Like Logan's whole life has just been basically yeah. being a comedian. If I'm going to be up and about and able-bodied and compassmentous and working for the next 30, 40 years, I don't want it to be. I just worked in offices because it was the easy route and I was I didn't have the guts to do anything else. Mm. And I really, I feel so passionately about the fact that everyone has to find out who they are. Like I, I, I'm so massively into it. It's almost like, a, like, like I'm a religious zealot about it. And well, I had an argument with my mate the other day. He quit his job in an office but he's getting another office job and I was like you will never be happy working to make profit for someone else sure it's comfortable and you're gonna and, it, and it's nice and you can have a pension and you could have a big house and you could have a nice job title and a fucking you know room of your own to work in and all that. but it's never gonna satisfy your soul yeah but you have a go at me about this I, I mean I've been very f- honest in the past about not enjoying my job I enjoy the job I do now and you keep telling me no you don't no you enjoy it in context you don't enjoy if you if I won the lottery, you, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Correct. Yeah. Right. So that's the and that's a good barometer. If you won the lottery, would you stop doing comedy? No, you wouldn't. No, I'd do it more. That's a good point. So and that and that is the barometer. But it's like there's that thing that Will Smith said. Ha ha. Woo. Yeah. Um, but he says, what is the point in being realistic? He goes, Re- being realistic is the quickest road to mediocrity. So what's the point in being realistic? I've just gone on a. F- 20 minute monologue about finding a passion sorry I'll shut up so why I did the course (laughs) I done right which is your original question yeah so for me it was like someone said I enjoy my job and I do now the the one I'm doing now long time I didn't Um, it was having a bit of creativity in my life because I think you need that for your soul Mm. I don't you know I think you need to be able to do something like that yeah boy and <laughs> thank you. Um, but I think. <laughs> thank you for the youth. <laughs> uh, the chair recognizes the youth movement in the corner. <laughs> um, but also, it was. There was a, a level of can I have transferable confidence to take in the rest of my life? Now, I think, unlike Jamie, I'm in a work situation, I'm, I'm very confident because. If I say something in in a meeting and someone doesn't like it, either they're more senior to me and what can I do about it, or they're not, and I can tell them to fuck off. Do you not get nervous going into that room? I fucking can't stand it. No, I'm okay with that. Uh, Dan, have you ever worked in an office? Yeah. How was was that? I loved it. Coming from an acting background, to have... So I was in this role for about two years. To have 
steady income for two years to go to the same office every 9am. I was healthier. I was more motivated. I was more productive. Fucking grass is always greener, isn't it? I didn't. That's exactly what I was thinking, isn't it? I didn't see it coming. Like I, I didn't expect it to happen, but I loved it. And I was working a role where I had enough freedom to, because my mate owned the company, like I said, look, I'm an actor. Like if I get auditions, I'm sorry, but I need to go to them. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. I trust you. I trust that you will do the work outside of hours when you're like, if you don't, if you can't be in the office and he gave me freedom to do that. So I was ticking both boxes. I had stability and was pursuing acting as well. Yeah. But fair play. play. Cause it's, it's a honeypot, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it, that's what it, well, that's the thing I posted about Joe Rogan. He talks about the system sets out honeypots for you to get trapped in. Sure. And, and it's so easy to get trapped. And then 10 years later, you think, how the fuck did this happen? How am I this person? Yeah. So, but I mean, your mum like was a, like, <laughs> successful I mean your mom <laughs> your mom is a successful actress right like she is on IMDB she did films she did theatre she was very successful she gave it up to have kids yeah and she want, She didn't want that for you though right like she wanted you to go get a job uh, I don't know my mom is funny in the sense that she always been really encouraging sure my dad wanted to also do art yeah. art stuff but just had the mentality which is no you you you, you work what, what he genuinely was brought up to believe is you go to a factory, you earn money. If you've got cash in your pocket, you're doing well. And then you go to the pub and get pissed. Yeah. And that is life. Yeah. Don't expect anything else. Don't go fucking abroad traveling and eat your fancy pastas. And, do you know what I mean? It was, it was real basic working class attitudes. I'll tell you right now, my daughter's 70 years old and I, he's never eaten pasta. What? All that foreign muck, anyway. Yeah, for, yeah, for, for foreign muck. I am flabbergasted. So amazing, amazing story here is that um, uh, a few years ago, yeah. um, when I was when I didn't have to chase away a whole load of rent in in London, sure. um, I was a bit more flush with money, and I thought, well, what am I going to get my parents for Christmas? I don't know. I'm going to get them like four days away in Rome. They're going to have a fucking great time. Yeah. My dad loves like like they could go see the Vatican. My dad's like really interested in history and stuff. Mm. And they, when they go on holiday, they go places like Tenerife and stuff. And I'm, sure. they, they, they've got friends there and stuff. They have a great time. But I thought I'll go give them something different that yeah. they they want, but they don't know they want. Were you going to go with them? No, 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 okay. no. Found it later on Christmas Day. I could see my mum was a bit nervy and anxious about something. I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, you're okay with the the present and stuff going to Rome? And she's like, oh, yeah. And I tell you, it's lovely. But um, I'm I'm I, I just, I'm something a bit worried about, it. and I'm like, yeah, what is it? It's like, well, will there be food? <laughs> and I said, fucking right. Uh, and I said, oh uh, what, are you, what are you talking about? Will there be food? I mean, it's it's Rome. It's like you know, it's a big city. Of course, of course, there'll be food. And it's like, no. I mean, that me and your dad can eat. Fucking hell. But I mean, that's the. It's it's not that I don't want to sound like no, I'm belittling them because of that. Similar. It was the panic that everything would be so alien. Yeah. And what are you supposed to do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, that's totally understandable. Totally. You, you must get that in Australia. Not so much Sydney. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's but you get your guys with utes out in the middle of nowhere. There's people who's never who have never left Australia. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Australia's big. Australia's big and quite quite multicultural. Like, there's a lot of Asian people in Australia. <laughs> Sorry, just great. quickly. That was it. Like, it was like some simpleton in the corner. <laughs> Australia's big. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is, mate. Well, no, I think yes, you know what is. I was coming from. That you Australia's know? hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, babes. <laughs> um, Tafe. No, t- 
<laughs> tape chat. Uh, see, Bolson, or so he's going to listen to this. He's going to love the tape chat. Um, we've actually burnt up a shitload of time, so we've got to wrap it up, really. In conclusion, because we, we said we were going to talk about the course and we've just gone off on a load of... No, I, I don't think there's any... Apart from the boy who didn't come back after the first yeah. week, I think everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. I think everybody got funnier over time. Yeah. Everybody dwelled at the showcase. And I think everyone yeah. has gone on and done stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can't really recommend it highly enough. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's it's been it's been great. Anyway, full endorsement for Logan Murray's Find Your Funny course. Amazing. Yeah. So this is a roving podcast. We haven't said where we are yet. Where are we, Ian? Uh, we are in the scene of a previous podcast somewhere, and it's in my house, in, not my house, the house I live in, in Kensal Green, North London. Home of the local hurricane. <laughs> oh, uh, Leo Greenslade. Leo Greenslade. Of course it's uh, yeah. Leo Greenslade. Friend of the podcast, Leo Greenslade. <laughs> Um, we'll explain later, Dan. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming, Dan. You're, no the, you're the first, like, um, kind of guest. I uh, know you're not second guest. I don't know, whatever. Brilliant. That that isn't like I went to school with or something. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wicked. See you later. See you on the circuit. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Chance to be